for? G. Marie taught me. Strives to help women of color navigate tough issues and life's lessons. From love, loss, to the advice I should have listened to my damn self, this self-help podcast promises to deliver unscripted, unfiltered, and unapologetic realness. I am your host, G. Marie, and you are now tuning in to G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. What is up, everybody? Thank you all so much for tuning in to G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Today's episode is powered by G. Marie Media, LLC. Again, thank you. Um, How are you guys doing? How are you all holding up during this pandemic? Um, I mean, how how's life treating you right now? Uh, Well, for starters, I can definitely say that uh, life has been a roller coaster, like for me. I don't know if it's been like that for anybody else, but um, some days are better than others for me. And, you know, some days I'm just feeling really, really good and I'm able to power through my day, um, especially because I was sick for what seemed like a little over a month. And now that I'm finally getting back to you know my normal self um now I'm just kind of adapting to you know the new normal and of course I talked about you know everything I was really feeling on the last podcast um about you know navigating the new norm but I am literally still just trying to navigate um on a daily basis and for starters, I can definitely say that um, I've never been more in tune with my anxiety now than like I've ever been before. And that's something that um, I am, I'm working through. I will be honest. I am, I am definitely working through my anxiety. But um, before we get into today's episode, I want to start with an inspirational quote hoping I didn't use this quote before but if I did then maybe I needed to you know use it again so today's quote is loving yourself means that you accept responsibility for your own development growth and happiness and that is the Ayan Levasant uh I do not want to butcher her name I feel like I always do but yeah so um just to recap what she's saying or the quote uh today's episode first off today's episode is titled get your g g shit together and we're going to talk about self-care so i've talked about you know navigating the new norm and how it's been playing a role on how i've been navigating through this pandemic and again um i want to be very transparent with you all for starters, I have some good days and then I have some bad days. I'm just going to be honest. Um, I can honestly say that today was like one of those bad days and it took for my spouse to um, help me through guided meditation 
to get my anxiety under control, uh, primarily because I've been having a lot of on and off um, heaviness in my chest. And I mean, I like I said, I was tested, you know, for COVID and everything came back negative and then everything checked out normal. And that was when I was at my sickest about mm, almost two months ago. And I think now I think I'm really just trying to deal with my anxiety the best way that I can. But sometimes I I have these anxiety attacks that, you know, I, I don't know if anybody else has them, but they literally just come out of nowhere. And today my um my spouse was kind of helping me figure out like what is my trigger? Like what exactly is it that may cause an anxiety attack, you know, or even trigger a little bit of anxiety in my body. Like even now I'm just sitting here and I'm I'm feeling much better than I was earlier today. Like I I just felt that I was overwhelmed with a lot of sadness and a lot of anxiety and I had to just let it out. Like I didn't know what else to do. So I allowed myself to you know, go through the motions and feel whatever I was feeling. I, I cried it out probably twice today. Um, I wanted to sleep it out, but I just didn't. <laughs> so again, um, I am so grateful for going through this pandemic and, and going through it with somebody who is very patient with me and just, you know, here, despite everything that is going on, because again, you know, we're all discovering what works for us, but most importantly, you know, we're all coping in different ways and, and we're all just trying to get through each day with our head held high, you know, pay our bills, make sure our mental health is in check, you know, just stuff like that. And again, I mean, I cannot stress enough how important it is to be surrounded by people that love you and people that genuinely care about you and your well-being especially during this time um or even just talking to people that love you and that care about your well-being because I feel that between that and lots of prayer and meditation um and devotions you know reading devotionals I feel like that's really the only way we're going to get through what is happening and it's not like pandemics haven't happened before um, it's just, it's being put in our face a lot more than it was when, you know, the first pandemic took place in 1868. And then there was another pandemic in 1919. Um, and you know, obviously social media wasn't available then. So, but now it's like, you can get quicker access to the news, you know, you can get quicker access to um, a social media platform that talks about what's going on. I mean, I log into Facebook just to check my business page. And that's like the first thing that pops up on my feed is, you know, the updates on COVID-19, the same shit with YouTube. I will go on YouTube to watch something to get my mind off of everything. And that's the first thing that pops up. So, as far as um, self-care rituals, I kind of just want to like dig into what it is that I've been doing to help 
manage my anxiety because I mean let's be honest anxiety does not go away entirely it just it doesn't but you figure out a way to manage your symptoms so for me this is what I've been doing to manage my symptoms um and also just uh some things that I've been implementing into my self-care routine so one one very important thing is dealing with and letting go of a lot of unwanted baggage um so what I mean by that is like during this time I mean after I finally like got to a point where I was feeling like myself and not you know trying to pretty much nurse my back to good health I mean nurse myself back to good health um there are like so many things that were in my life that no longer served a purpose for me whether it was following a platform on social media um throwing away a lot of unwanted junk around my house or just moving furniture around getting rid of some pieces that I don't need in my house cleaning out my closets um going through my record collection (laughs) going through magazines and seeing you know what magazines I really read and the ones that I don't um just literally just getting rid of whatever does not serve me during this time um and that spring cleaning because technically we are in spring that spring cleaning has helped a lot with keeping my my mind clear and I mean I don't know if anybody else feels this way but like I cannot function in a dirty space like I can't my house cannot be dirty my kitchen cannot be dirty my bathroom can't be dirty my workspace can't even be super cluttered like that or else I just I cannot get work done um I've even made it a point to move my desk facing towards my uh, my patio door so when I get up in the morning I have my coffee you know my blinds are always open and just getting that natural sunlight opening up that patio door hearing the rain letting that um fresh air come in you know being in that environment helps me a lot especially with you know channeling my creative juices but I'm telling you like throwing away stuff giving stuff away selling stuff um just living a minimalist life if that's the word like I I think that's probably what I've been aiming towards like there are so many things that we hold on to that we just don't need like and that even includes people that includes friendships um I might have spoken about this but I had touched bases with um a very very old friend and it was it was on my heart mostly because I kept having very vivid dreams about this person and they were coming in like increments of three and it was all it was almost like I needed to have this conversation despite the fact that we hadn't talked in a year but I decided to reach out to this person and um oddly enough even though I pretty much dumped all of my baggage onto this person not saying like um I was talking to this person in a negative way but there were feelings and emotions that I had been holding on to that even I guess writing couldn't really help and it felt good to just empty out those emotions you know to just be 
transparent and to just be honest with myself about how I was feeling. Because then after I did that, it was almost like, it's not that I, I wanted to um, work on our friendship or anything. And it's not even that I needed the closure for that person's sake or my sake. I think it was just more so, it just felt good to be honest about something for once and to not have to hide behind something. And, you know, oftentimes we tend to hide behind certain things because we don't want to be seen as vulnerable or we just don't want to be seen by people, period. Like, And vulnerability um, is a word that often pops up in the conversation that I have a lot with um, my good friend Dez. We, we talk about that a lot. And I think um, he's definitely been like helping me navigate you know, what it means to be vulnerable and how, you know, being vulnerable is a good thing. It's not always seen as a sign of weakness and how, you know, we as black people, we've got to do better with embracing our vulnerability. Like we have to do better with being open and being honest and communicating our thoughts instead of always trying to be tough. You know, we ain't always got to be tough. Like it's just, it, sometimes it doesn't get us anywhere to always be tough. So, so yes, letting go, um, coping with what's going on too. And I don't mean coping, like settling, but simply acknowledging what is happening and being honest with how everything is making me feel. You know, again, like I said, I've struggled with anxiety for a very long time and I think it, it's gotten worse. Like it's elevated because it's so much happening at once and I can't control it and that's something um that I've always had a struggle with just as a person you know sometimes we we feel like we have to be in control of everything and this is probably the first time where I have to accept that there are just some things that are just not in my control so now that I know that, I'm like, okay, well, so so how are we going to take the next step? Like, how are we going to navigate through those things? Like, how are we going to just roll our canoes in the middle of this damn storm? Like, how are you going to allow yourself to be in the storm and, and even in the midst of the storm, find some type of peace? So for me, that's where I'm at right now with um, coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. I am merely just trying to find peace in the middle of this storm. Um, so I also mentioned, you know, prayer and meditation. Um, like I started out doing prayer and meditation and then I kind of just deviated and went on a Netflix and chill binge or should I say food network binge I watched a lot of Guy Fieri and that can be good or bad but I mean he kept my mind off of a lot of stuff uh so one thing I definitely learned about him he does not like eggs I I just have to throw that out there he hates eggs but um it's helped me a lot too like with prayer and meditation and and again I cannot stress this enough having a spouse that is so understanding and so patient 
with me because I, I know I can be a difficult person. I mean, hell, I'm a Gemini. But um, being with a person who suffers from, like, post-traumatic stress, like, it it gets bad after a while. And um, he's just been really, really amazing with helping me get through what I'm feeling and, and what's going on. And, and it's not like he's deviating from what's really going on it's not like he's lying about what's going on he's teaching me how to navigate through that storm and sometimes you know we as women no matter how strong or how independent we are sometimes you you need that backbone sometimes you need that other person to um be there for you like it's okay to be strong and it's okay to you know do everything but there are often times where sometimes we have to relinquish our power not only to the most high but also to somebody who's willing to walk through those storms with you and I've always had that relationship with my spouse like even when we broke up we were still kind of walking through our storms and even though we were dealing with our storms separately we were still walking together through our storms and I think that's when I realized that um we can really make this work despite everything that you know had transpired over the past three or four years we we can't actually make this work and it's not that it honestly I was just being stubborn but that's here nor there so so yes prayer and meditation um, and, and daily devotion, which I will get back on to. Um, I can't find the book. The book is probably on my bookcase <laughs> right now. And I do not want to get up because I'm recording. But something else that I'm also starting to incorporate in my my self-care ritual are vitamins. Um, vitamins. Take your vitamins. Drink your water. Trust me. You will thank me later. Um, I am 30. I will be 31 mm, in a couple of weeks. And 30 definitely feels different <laughs> than your 20s or your teens. Um, and man, taking your vitamins is so important. Even getting your vitamin C, getting your um, that natural vitamin C or vitamin D. Uh, is it vitamin D? Like when you go outside and, and you let the sun hit your face. Vitamin D. Um, man, that sunlight is so amazing. Like when you're walking around or even if you're just sitting on a patio and you're just letting that natural sunlight hit you, there is something about that sunlight that not only recharges your battery, but it gives you an amazing tan too. Yes, I must say that. But that sunlight has helped a lot. And in the rain too, surprisingly. I love the rain. Like if I had to move somewhere and live there permanently I would probably live in London because of how much it rains in London like I love the rain and for me when it rains I feel like it signifies um renewal it, it's a restart it's a refresh like everything is being washed away and and in the midst of you know everything that's being washed away there's something anew that is is about to be created you know a rebirth when i think of rain that's that's what i think about that's probably the best word rebirth so um i've been taking 
I haven't been really doing the women's multivitamin because I have the gummies, the nature bound gummies and I hate gummies. I hate gummies. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm probably going to get, um, either the one a day or Spike Lee's wife. She has a vitamin company and I cannot think of the name off of the top of my head. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Mo, I want to say it's Movita. Let me see. Let me see if I can find this vitamin company. Um, yeah, Movita Organic. So she has created a vitamin that you can take um, on an empty stomach. So I said, okay, you know what? I definitely need a good women's multivitamin. And one a day makes me throw up, especially if I take it and I don't eat. And I don't want to experience that again. <laughs> so Movita's Organics. Um, she's on Instagram and you can follow her on Instagram um, and just, you know, check her out and do your own research. But you need a multivitamin. Um, I've also been doing, you know, elderberry just to help boost my immune system. I've been eating um, little oranges. I can't think of the names, but the cuties. Yeah, I've been eating the cuties. Like I can kill five or ten of these in like 10 minutes um but that natural you know vitamin c uh what else i think i've been well i was doing black seed oil the cold pressed black seed oil it tastes disgusting but i know it's good for you so i've been doing that also um and then i also started taking it's by nature's bound um well i've been doing biotin also for my hair and my nails um and man my nails are growing like wildfires and so is my hair too um and my nails have gotten so strong like my boss i took a picture of something and my boss thought i had gotten a manicure and i was like no nah, i just i've been taking biotin like every so often and my nails are just stronger than ever and because i haven't been getting like any acrylic anymore like i stopped getting acrylic um i want to say december of last year and my nails just I don't know they just kind of went back to normal they reverted back to its natural state finally but they're much stronger now than they were before um and again they're growing like weed so that and then also there's a stress and anxiety vitamin that i started back taking i only take it when i feel like i absolutely need it so i took one maybe an hour a sore go and I, I think it might have actually helped a little bit um so I'm, I'm just paying attention to my body but vitamins are really important I'm hydrating you know getting those what eight ounces or whatever of water a day I do a gallon like I have to drink a lot of water I don't know my body just retains water so I drink a lot of it but yeah vitamins and your h2o and then also um exercise like exercising walking around so i walk around my complex a lot i try to do two miles a day or i'll walk to my parents house and then walk back home but boo and i we really only did that like once <laughs> so but um getting those two miles in and letting that fresh air and sunlight hits you uh, i mean it's beautiful like i still take my mask with me but it's nobody outside so i do my two miles 
around the complex and that helps a lot too especially with my breathing um when you have anxiety like it feels like like the room is caving in it feels like your chest is closing up i mean everything's in slow motion so i've been focusing on my breathing a lot and i feel that that is also another thing that has been carrying me through this quarantine time is focusing on my breathing because if i don't i'm gonna have to go back to the hospital <laughs> you know i mean just being honest so really those breathing exercises helps a lot and i do that um a lot during my meditation too so i don't know if you guys do any breathing exercise but i would highly recommend it even if it's just sitting up straight and holding your breath for 10 seconds and then exhaling um i find that it actually does help with controlling my breathing because when i have an anxiety attack like i'm not in control of my breathing so that's probably the one thing that i might actually be able to control is how i breathe and how i receive air and oxygen um into my body into my lungs um am i is my breathing too shallow is it too slow is it too rapid you know how can i slow my breathing down um so that way my heart rate is not racing or everything feels you know normal at least so yes that and it's so important to um to talk with friends and family like i mean it's it's already hard enough like when i lost my cousin because i i really don't deal with either sides of the family i'm just going to be honest my mother and my father's side and i feel like this was the one time where i wanted to just be around my family you know, I wanted to grieve with them and I couldn't grieve with them. I couldn't really even grieve my cousin's passing properly. Like, I don't, I really don't think I've grieved properly, you know, after losing my, my big cousin. And and it's even harder too, because it's like, it's not like he was a distant relative. He was my first cousin. And that that's hard. You know, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. And then not only that, there's so many other people that I know that are losing family members. And then there are still other people that I know that, you know, either I've associated with and they've passed on. Like, so it's just been, it's literally been one of those things where I'm like, I'm literally just trying to navigate my emotions um, and to just do the best that I can with what I have. But to be real with myself because you know sometimes we we try to play tough and and sometimes especially during this time i think this is the best time to not pretend to be so tough like i don't want to be tough anymore i don't want to wear this this strong black woman cape anymore like i just i don't i want to deal with whatever i have to deal with i want to feel whatever i have to feel so that way i can get through to the other side you know whatever that means and um but the the friends and family that you know i do talk with like i appreciate 
their love. I appreciate their conversations. I appreciate, you know, being able to FaceTime them or to hop on a quick Zoom chat or, you know, to have like a wind down Wednesday with my homegirls from the dance school, like stuff like that. Like, I appreciate those moments. And, you know, we say we appreciate it until something like this happens. And then you really appreciate being able to talk with friends and family and just tell them that, you know, you love them to have a good laugh, to reminisce, to cry, to, you know, just be with them despite the fact that you're not with them like you know physically or like standing next to them but you're 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 there with them you know you're experiencing the same type of hurt the same type of trauma the same type of happiness like I I feel like we are all coping and we're coping the best way that we can but this is the first time that the entire world is literally suffering from the same type of sadness. And now at this point, it's just about finding peace, you know, the light that is at the end of the tunnel. And it sounds cliche, but this is literally the time for us to just be still and to be one with ourselves and to figure out what the next step is um, as we navigate this new norm. So that, uh, and of course, you know, I've always mentioned Netflix and chill can never, it never gets old. Like it never gets old. I have watched so many different shows on Netflix. Um, and then again, like I said, I've, I've been binge watching a lot of HGTV. That's probably that's really the first thing I've binge watched when we um, first went to quarantine. Like, I'm talking about every bath crasher, kitchen crasher, house crasher episode. <laughs> and then eventually, I went down the Guy Fieri uh, rabbit hole. He has like three shows on the Food Network. So, I think I might have watched all of them. But my favorite is diners drive-ins and dives like i i can watch that all day um and i think i've watched so many episodes that hulu started hating on me and started putting my episodes like out of order so now it's making me re-watch episodes i've already watched and i'm like what the hell but yeah so that and then um oh i have been working on my manuscript a lot like there are some days where i'm not inspired but there are some days where i am just on a roll so that has been helping too like writing and journaling and just getting my thoughts on paper like today i did a um an exercise for a group that i've actually joined um it's like a personal and professional development group and it's called the style your mind academy by cara uh I will I think I pronounced that right but she's amazing she's written a, a lot of books um and one of the books that she wrote that is like my favorite is Girl Code and I got the audio book I'm actually going to order the uh, paperback book from her and then she just released a book called Girl on Fire um she's self-published and she's based out of New York City she's amazing she used to work for MTV and she left her job to pursue um, a career as a full-time blogger and then she became a writer a full-time writer and now she has um, a couple of projects that she's been working on she has a podcast 
um, I think it's the Style Your Mind podcast. And then she came out with the Academy. And um, I've been following her for some years now. And just following her journey as a self-published author, you know, I was so inspired by her journey. Um, And then after my mother, you know, when she finally wrote her book, I was like, you know what? I think I can really do this. I think I can really do this. So, yep. So I joined her group and I've been attending the Zoom calls and the Facebook lives. And um, I'm going to start, you know, interacting with the the community group chats um, because, again, I'm just when I need to rest, I rest. I try not to go on Facebook a lot. Um, and that's also because two, some things pop up on Facebook that I just don't want to see, but I'm still cleaning out my social media. And then next is cleaning out my email. Um, yeah, my Gmail. Yeah. So yeah, so that is something that I've been doing and, um, really just again trying to take care of my body and like watch what I eat I mean we're going to be honest there's been a lot of frozen pizza some good frozen pizza um lots of Ben and Jerry lots of cheesecake factory ice cream that I just discovered existed where have I been like seriously guys if you ever get a chance go to Kroger they have the Cheesecake Factory ice cream. They have the plain cheesecake one. They have the salted caramel. And then they have the strawberry cheesecake, which is my absolute favorite. Man. Neck and neck with Ben and Jerry's. Like, easily. Neck and neck with Ben and Jerry's. Um, I'm not going to tell you how many calories are in the carton. Don't ask. <laughs> if you really don't want to know, like, just, just don't look. Just accept it for what it is and keep it moving. But... I do counterbalance that ice cream with these little cuties that I've been smashing um, before I even started podcasting because I uh, I noticed that my throat was a little scratchy. So I was like, okay, let me get some vitamin C in my body right now. <laughs> and it does help too, surprisingly, um, that and lemon. So yeah, so really just watching, you know, what I've been putting into my body. Um, I've been drinking a lot of wine, but... It's not like I've been drinking it every day. I'll just kill a bottle in like a day and then maybe wait like a week or two and I'll have some more wine or some more bubbly. Um, So I've I've been monitoring how much I drink. And honestly, this was probably the first time I've killed a bottle in a while was when I was participating and listening to um, my friend Josh Adams podcast. He's a comedian. And he did a live podcast and it was so amazing (laughs) that I ended up killing a whole bottle of rosé and didn't even realize it until the podcast ended. And I was like, oh my God. Um, But yeah, so, but honestly, I've been trying not to drink. Um, I I don't smoke. So sometimes I wish I did, but, but I don't really, I don't smoke. So I've been doing really good. And, um, and also my mental diet yeah my mental diet so so what you you know put into your body is not always like physical or it's not always food it can be food for thought so um for those that may or may not know I started a book club called literature and libations yeah for basically people that love reading books and drinking wine but 
that's here nor there. But I started a book club. And um, again, I'm just mindful of the things that I've been reading too. Like I'm actually finishing up Gabrielle Union's We're Gonna Need More Wine and it's her memoir. And it's really good. It's it's really good. Um, we're actually taking a vote on the next book for our June meetup. So I'm hopefully keeping my fingers crossed they pick this book that I really wanna read that I've been sitting on for a while. Um, but I actually belong to... Um, two book clubs so i'm juggling two books and the other one is a such a fun age i actually haven't started it yet and i need to start it because the meeting is next week so i'm gonna have to listen to the audiobook but but yes gabrielle unions um we're gonna need more wine it's such an amazing book so that too like you know and and again i sometimes i slip up and i'll read the news and that can also trigger anxiety so i just do my best to not read anything that has to do with anything negative pertaining to COVID. um i try to read as many success stories as possible and how we're moving forward like what are we doing in the community how are we giving back how are we making sure that you know we're going to be okay moving forward that's pretty much where i'm at now with all of this so yeah so it's not just your your physical diet but your mental diet as well what are you putting into your mind too and i'm also a firm believer oddly enough and and this might sound crazy um when i lost my hair and i was i'm pretty much you know still in the process of regrowing it i treated my hair like a plant and i water it every day so that means i'm standing under my shower and i'm just letting that water hit my head um, but I'm also feeding my mind. And, I, and I've always believed that, you know, knowledge is power. So what, whatever you feed your mind, it would either grow or diminish. And for me, I'm like, well, maybe if I read a little bit more, you know, or continue to read, my brain might get a little bit bigger and it'll cause my hair to grow even quicker. <laughs> so, yeah, so definitely paying attention to not only my physical diet but my mental diet uh what else being one with nature i have got to tell y'all i am becoming a plant mom i can't believe it like boo has convinced me on so many occasions about getting plants and i'm just like nah i want to get no plant um and he always talks about how you know plants they help filter the air so for the longest, I was neglecting our house plant. I forgot what kind of plant it is, he told me. And then I started watering the plant when my hair fell out. And I felt like the plant and I were on the same journey as far as growth. And now I've become really attached to the plant. I've even named the plant Little Baby. Now the reason why I named the plant Little Baby, and I don't mean L-I-L, I mean like Little Baby, because nobody puts baby in a corner. Let me tell y'all something. When I moved the plant from like the center of where the window is, the patio window is, and I moved that plant into the corner, little baby was gravitating towards that window. Like I, it's so crazy to see a plant go from like standing up straight to literally leaning towards the sun. And I'm like, okay, I get it. 
So yeah, so me and little baby have an agreement. Um, I will give little baby as much sunlight, as much love, as much water, and as much affection as possible. But it's it's interesting how human plants really are. Like we don't realize it, but they're they're human. They're pretty human. So um, so yeah, I've kind of become like a little plant mom, if that makes sense. Um, uh, what else? Oh yeah. I've been cooking more. I've been cooking a lot of home-cooked meals. And I have been dabbling in so many different home-cooked meals. Um, I think next week we're probably going to try Indian food. I want to make some curry chicken so bad. I really like lamb, though. I like the curry lamb with the naan bread. Um, but... The other day, I made some hibachi chicken and rice from scratch. And y'all, it was so good. It was so good. Like, I mean, and look, I had the yum yum sauce. I had all of it. I had the zucchini, the mushroom, the onions. Like, I made everything from scratch. And surprisingly, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And what makes it even better is that you know exactly what's going into your food. And I mean, I ain't gonna say nothing, but uh, little birdie told me Benihana's got a cockroach issue uh, over there in Dearborn. So yeah, now I haven't eaten Benihana's in Michigan in like I don't know how many years. But the last time I had Benihana's, I was in New York, New York in 2018, and I love Japanese steakhouse. Like I, I love it. it's just one of my favorite foods besides Italian and besides. Mexican besides Jamaica. Okay, but I love food. So anyways, that's here or there. But Japanese steakhouse. When I made it from scratch and it was my first time making it, y'all, I am not saying it because I made it. I really mean it. This food was so effing good. It was so good. And I'm so glad that I had more left for lunch today. So I ate that for lunch and I caught myself trying to take a nap, but then Boo and I were binge watching a Netflix special or a Netflix original called Sweet Magnolias. I think it's based off of a movie that came out in the 90s and it's a really good show. So we ate our Japanese steakhouse food. We watched the rest of Sweet Magnolia while it was raining. So that also helped with calming down the anxiety that was building up in my chest. Um man but I would tell y'all I have definitely sharpened up my culinary skills like I made some homemade pancakes from scratch boo made some homemade butter biscuits no honey butter biscuits y'all I shouldn't be eating as much bread but when I tell you I killed those damn honey butter biscuits like he literally like dumps the homemade biscuit and butter and honey and lets it soak for an hour and then i made the country gravy from scratch with the honey butter biscuits and the cheese eggs y'all quarantine has not been good to my body it has not the food has been good going down <laughs> but it ain't been good as far as me gaining these pounds and stuff I, i'm definitely I, I lost 10 and then i gained it back and some during quarantine but y'all i love food and i love 
good food and I love food that's home cooked and I love when Boo cooks for me like I, I love how passionate he is about cooking um because I think that's his way of telling me that he loves me that's like our love language when we cook for each other so yeah we're definitely in love I'll tell you that much because <laughs> we've been eating a lot of food a lot of home cooked food but um also too something um I wanted to kind of piggyback on was being one with nature like y'all I mean I had this big ass tree that hovers over my patio and it's actually kind of sad like when the leaves fall and it's snow outside and it just looks lifeless and then the leaves come back and they're green and vibrant and beautiful and they're they're blooming and then when the rain hits the leaves like I mean really like God has created some amazing stuff and I think in the midst of all of this chaos and all of this sadness and all of this sorrow you know it's nice to have that little reminder that there's still some good left in the world so I want to leave you all with this um closing remark I want you all to take the time to find the good even in the midst of the storm <clears throat> Oh, I'm sorry, but most importantly, I want you all to figure out ways that you can navigate in the storm, through the storm, and, and to still come out on the other side without feeling so defeated, you know, without feeling so beat up or or, or so sad. And, and to those that have lost loved ones my prayers are with you I know what you are feeling right now I know what you are going through I'm still grieving also so I, I understand but also want you to know that there is love and the love of God the love of the most high is something that is going to continue to carry us through this uncertain time and and one day we will look back and be like wow can't believe I made it through that uncertain time even when I didn't see myself coming out on the other side I'm so glad that I did come out better came out stronger I came out wiser I just I came out so you guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, it is super late at night and I can't believe I even sat here and, and recorded my thoughts this late. But I am I am definitely about to go to bed. But you guys can like us on Facebook at G Marie Taught Me. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And I will be starting um, a private community on Facebook. I'm still trying to figure out the name what I want to call it. I think I have a name in mind, but I'm not going to tell you all yet until I release the information. But this will be a private group. Um, and it will also be a membership. So I'll, I'll give you guys more information about that. But I want to thank you all for tuning in to G Marie Taught Me. And of course, I will kick it with you all soon. Talk to you later. Bye.
Today's episode is powered by G Marie Media LLC.